Welcome to the Architect of Change Show with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman and Associates. Now here's Connie. Hi, I'm Connie Whitman, your host, and you're listening to Architect of Change on webtalkradio.net. Thanks again for joining me this week. My motivational quote for today is by Abraham Lincoln. Here it is. In the end, it's not the years in your life that count. It's the life in your years. Those words, those words we all fear, you can almost sense they're coming by the expression of the person talking to you, downsizing, consolidation, outsourcing, we're letting you go. These are words that rock our world and make it seem like time just has stopped. For baby boomers or those of us with decades of experience with one company, this is a reality none of us want to ever face. But guess what? There has never been a better time to reinvent yourself. Transitioning into this next phase of life is a continuation of the life you have built over time. It's all about staying involved and creating a life of your choice. It's about utilizing the talents and skills that you enjoy and or learning new skills to serve a purpose that makes your life more fulfilling and hopefully allows you to be a service to others and make money too. A little background about what's happening in our marketplace. My guest today shared uh, some fun statistics. A new Merrill Lynch retirement study conducted in partnership with AgeWave says baby boomers, which for those of us that are not baby boomers, you were born or we are born between 1946 and 1964, and baby boomers are changing the face of retirement. Retirement now includes continuing to work in retirement while also seeking purpose and fulfillment in the next phase of life. And the last fun fact is on average, uh, they will all have 20 plus years or life to enjoy. My guest today is Jacqueline Robinson, and this is exactly her story. She's the CEO of JRR Consulting and is going to tell us about a seminar she's developed called Passion and Purpose, a Guide to Reinventing Your Life in Retirement. Please help me welcome Jacqueline. So, Jackie, thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for asking me. Yeah, and thanks for those. Um, I love when I have those little statistics. Mm-hmm. It frames out kind of where we're taking the listeners. So I, I, I always appreciate that. I think that that's very helpful information. Great. All right. So you speak about transitioning into Mm -hmm. the next phase of life, and it's a continuation of life, doing what we enjoy, or perhaps, as you say, always wanted to do. Right. Um, right. Let's break this concept down and discuss how men and women can do this. So maybe share your story briefly so everyone understands how you chose this direction. Right. Not a problem. Well, my background is in the pharmaceutical industry, total of 30 years. But at uh, the last company I worked for, I was there for 27 years. And like I I like to say, I am um, a product of the Great Recession a few years (laughs) back. So back in 2009, I, I remember the date, January 7th. 2009, my call-in time to find out whether I had a job or not was 3 o'clock. And, of course, I call in and I find I no longer have a position. So at that point, I had an option to apply for another position or because I was turning 55 that year, I was eligible to take a retirement package. And I opted for the retirement package, quite frankly, having no clue what I wanted to do, but I just knew at this point in my life, 
the industry had changed so much, um, and I was tired. I was tired. I was stressed out. It, um, you know, I was sometimes, uh, you know, just just trying because I would dist- I was a district sales manager. So much of my time with my representatives that worked for me involved, you know, trying to calm them down. You know, you're going to have a job or you're not going to have a job. You know, just answering those questions. So really, when I decided to, okay, this is it. I'm not going back. It really was. Um, at that moment, a decision not to take the package but to retire. But quite frankly, I continued through their career services I was offered, pursuing another position in pharmaceutical until one day my husband said, you know, I can't take it anymore. You're walking around the house, and I don't know what to say to you that's going to set you off because all along going through that, I knew inside I didn't want to go back. So I took some time off. He basically said, get out of the house, go away, spend some time on your own. <laughs> he threw you out. He threw me out, but it was great because he threw me out, and I went to a beautiful spa. And quite frankly, <laughs> on the drive off, something just said to me, you need to say out loud what you want. And I couldn't do that. But all I could say was, I don't want to go back. And, I, and Connie, as soon as I said that, it was like a ton of weight had been lifted off me. So then became, you know, thus became the journey, the journey of that point to where I am now. And the seminar really was a result of a good friend of mine, you know, telling me about what her deep down passion was, even though I thought her what she loved to do was something else. And also people, friends coming to me who had either gone through the experience or being downsized or were going through that or just electing to retire but not knowing what they wanted to do. So I basically took my journey and created Passion and Purpose, a guide to rewriting life after retirement. So you know, I, I just have to comment, and all the ladies listening and all the men listening are saying, "Oh, her husband's good." <laughs> <laughs> what a brilliant man! He was like, "I am tired of that right. attitude. Get out of the house and go figure it out." Almost like we do with the children, right? We say, "Go right, to your room right. and think about what you've done." He's like, "Go to your room and think about what you <laughs> want to do." <laughs> and it was great. It was one of the best pieces of advice that I ever ever. Um, had and I do share that with you, and it just brings up one of the things that I guess you'll ask me, or we'll talk about a little later on, is having people behind you that truly, truly believe in you and what you can do. Absolutely, yeah. Sometimes we need our cheerleaders around mm-hmm. us because, mm-hmm. especially, I found or I find when you're going through these transitions in life, and let's face it, we all have them. I don't right. care if you're man, woman, or a child. Mm-hmm. We go through these life events, and when when things are shifting, we lose confidence because am I good enough? Can I do it? Oh my God, what's coming next? Right? So we have all of these um, demons that come out of the woodwork. So we need cheerleaders around us. I have to ask, how long um, are you married? Oh, gee. Well, um, this in October, actually this month, today's his birthday. Um, On October 19th, (laughs) we will be married 35 years. Nice. That's awesome. Congrats a million times. Thank you. And, and what is your husband's name? Seriously, what is your husband's name? He is an accountant. He has his own business. No, what is his name? Oh, Gregory Robinson. Gregory. <laughs> Gregory, happy birthday. You're younger <laughs> I, every I, year. <laughs> I'll let him know that. <laughs> yes, that's adorable. So that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So thank you for sharing that and, and for that personal information. Now, so Breakdown for everyone. So how do you achieve this transitioning into the next phase? How did you go from being in the car 
to out loud saying, you know what, I'm done. I don't want to do this. Okay, right decision. But now what do I do? What do I do? Right. And and in the beginning, it was it was it was not a great position. Okay, to say I'm leaving this, I'm leaving the security. What I know, mm-hmm. I remember so many days just feeling lost. Mm-hmm. But what happened was my husband had a client that needed some consulting work, so I started doing that, um, which was good because it again utilized the skills that I did know. I knew sales, I did marketing, but at the same time. It, it allowed me to learn skills that I didn't know or needed to know because the business was dealing with um, an event center and a catering facility, none of which is my experience. Huh. But it, what the amazing thing was as I needed to know information or find people who had experience, those people and that information sort of materialized. Huh. So one of the things I say people, just take that first step because if it's the right step, But what was interesting, as I'm going through this and I'm utilizing those skills, I still kind of knew inside, eh, this is not quite it. Um, While I was still working and when things were, like, just so crazy at work, I did take um, an interior design uh, program at Middlesex because I loved interior design, and I just needed something fun in my life to do. As a result of that, I actually met, um, I started working doing interior design on the site with one of the teachers in her firm, and then also continue with a friend of mine taking classes at New York School of Interior Design. So now I'm finding that I'm now starting to build and rely upon the skills and the things I enjoy doing. Um, and then again, so, but still, Connie, wasn't quite it until I started to think about how many people had gone through this and what I truly what truly was my passion. I think what truly is my passion is I just want people to live the best life they can live and I want them to be the best person they can be. And that kind of manifested itself when I was at Merck as a manager and I really really didn't understand it then, but I truly loved training and developing my people. It was natural to me. It felt right. So my journey really was finding the things that I love doing, using the talents and skills that I enjoy using them, and then applying them into fields that I love being in. You know, and and here's the thing. You said it so beautifully that you took this consulting job, which, by the way, was really smart because I feel like when you sit home and you wallow, Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. you spiral down. Right. This way, you're thinking, I'm going to figure it out. You're like, let me go do this, right? I'm occupied. I don't mind. I like like working, right? So I don't mind doing that. And maybe I can help them, too. So this is good. Right. Plus. By throwing yourself into something that wasn't 100% familiar, that's when we challenge our comfort zone, and that's where growth happens, and that's exactly what happened. Here's the other thing. As you were doing this, all these revelations were happening, saying, well, I don't really love this, but I learned this, this, and this. And the other thing that you said that I love, you said, you know, I was like, yeah, I don't know about that, so let me go look into it, and then someone would manifest in front of you the person you needed with the information or somehow, some way you would find that information to be able to bring back to apply to the particular consulting job. And you've said so many key things just in this little segment that 
make, say it out, and I like that, say it out loud what you do want or sometimes what you definitely don't want. Exactly. And as soon as you start to shine the light, I always say shine the light on the monster, right? Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the um, clarity comes to you. So being in the car, that was your first step of clarity. And then, you know, taking this consulting job, even though it wasn't a perfect fit, that's right. okay. That's how we right. grow, right? right. Doing right. the unknown. And then, self-analyzing throughout that whole process. And then something you said when you were at work, stressed out, all those things, you took, you did the, the um, class. You were still working, right, when you mm-hmm. did the class yes, yes. for uh-huh. the interior design. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said put fun in my life for something to do, you know, aside from the work or to eliminate right. some of the right. stress. Exactly. So here's, here was the other thing that was brilliant, even though you pr- probably didn't know it at, at the time, but a great tip for people listening who are thinking about transitioning or who have been forced to transition or, or loss of job, take advantage and do something that you're interested in that seems fun to you, intriguing, a skill that you don't have, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, mm-hmm. I kind of like to do that. Go right, do exactly. that part-time exactly. while you're working or while you're still in transition now before you find a job. Oftentimes when you do something that kind of, makes you happy or you go, oh, I really like this. Right, right. All of a mm-hmm. sudden there becomes even more clarity. You develop those skills and now you're utilizing what your strengths are from all this corporate stuff that right, we do right. exactly. and then what your new passion is. So mm-hmm. there were so many little tidbits in what you said. I just, I wanted to break that down for everybody okay. because mm-hmm. it's not, it's not just about, well, this is Jackie's journey. Yeah, it was Jackie's journey, but here are some of the key takeaways that I don't care whose journey or what path you're on, we can all learn from that. So that right. was just very right. insightful. And um, you, you you said at the end, you know, I took my skills plus the thing, my enjoyment, which was training and coaching your team. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's where it came together for you to say, I'm good at that. And I love helping people right. get to right. their next level or become right. their better self. Um, that was it. That was the light bulb. So that was so my much, light bulb. Exactly. Yeah, so much information in that that little um, little bit you said. And I just wanted everybody to understand. Yes, it was your journey, but here are the key takeaways. Okay. Um, let's take one quick break. All right. Okay. When we come back, um, what have you found? Or give some examples of things your clients have been doing as they're reinventing themselves. Because okay. I find when we give examples, real-life mm-hmm. examples, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, that sounds so cool, or I'd never do that. But, it, right, again, right. it helps us align with what should we be doing, okay? Okay. So okay. when we come back, we'll talk about that. Great. A speaker has little value to an audience unless you, the listener, is motivated and empowered to change. Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates is a renowned speaker and is an architect of change. Consultations, training, seminars, and speaking engagements are the venues where she affects change. Whether your responsibilities include customer service, sales, marketing, training, executive management, or ownership, and you are seeking change in your organization, then you need to hire Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Connie doesn't just fill your ears with rhetoric. She speaks to the heart and success of your business. 
So next time you need to hire a speaker, don't hire someone that just talks. Hire an architect of change, Connie Whitman. Just ask for Connie by calling 732-888-1420. That's 732-888-1420. Or email Connie at WhitmanAssociates.com. Okay, we are back. We're speaking with uh, Jacqueline Robinson. She is the CEO of JRR Consulting. And we are talking about transitioning from either being downsized or choosing to retire. And, you know, I'm not done yet. I still got more to do. So mm-hmm. what, what is it that I should do? So what have your clients, give some examples um, that things that, you know, your clients have been, re- how they've okay. been reinventing themselves. Okay, great. I'm going to give you two examples because retirement does not necessarily mean working, but that's kind of where the the changes, the, the social phenomena is occurring that more and more people will continue. So the first case I'm going to give is a friend um, that I worked with. Her background was similar to mine. We were both in the same industry. And she was at the point of possibly could be downsized, but again, she was at, you know, she said, I can't take it. I'm going to elect to take retirement. So she is the, I'm going to retire. Good for her. Strong personality. I mean, this person is a fighter. As a, a professional, she was extremely good. Um, she was very accomplished. She um, received numerous awards. Her strength was. And what I loved about her, she was a fighter. If she believed in something, she latched on to it. Mm-hmm. During the course of family members, her mom, her dad, and so forth, she became the caregiver. She was the one that helped them with, with hospitals and, and extended care facilities and so forth. So she said, you know what, I'd like to do patient advocacy. Um, at that particular time, the industry, that industry changed. So um, her background is not nursing, even though she has other credentials in the health care. She actually started her own business, just going out and finding those patients or, or those people, folks who needed help. Their family members could not sometimes give the attention to following it up with patients and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, Medicare and all of that. Mm -hmm. So her business was really a result of her caring for family members. And because she's such a fighter, this is a person that you want to be your advocate for that family member or friend, you know, who is going through some medical um, problems. The other person that um, comes to mind is actually, again, she and I were going to – interior design classes together. And one year we decided, oh, we're not going to take this class, uh, whatever, whatever. Her dad was a painter. Her brother is an accomplished painter. And so she sort of naturally has that talent. But throughout her life, as you know, as with many women, other things, you know, were, were more important. And she had to put what kind of was something she liked doing on the back shelf. So that time that we took the break from going to classes, she applied uh, oh, she rather she found a school teaching different forms of of painting in different mediums. I cannot believe you the growth that I've seen. Her paintings are absolutely amazing. So while this is something she chooses, this her passion is not necessarily to make money from. It is de- just going deep down inside and finding that thing that I put aside for so many years because I didn't have time or whatever. 
and rediscovering it and reconnecting to it. And her paintings are amazing. See, and isn't that funny that we all have that? And mm-hmm. and I hope people listening are going, oh, yeah, you know, I really wanted to write a book or I really mm-hmm. wanted um, to work with kids or whatever, whatever it mm-hmm. is. Or mm-hmm. I'm really good on the computer and I do love teaching older people not to be afraid of the computer, whatever it is. You have something in you and that idea of taking that, hidden passion, right, mm-hmm. that, we, that we often do put on that back shelf, right, right. taking that and becoming service to others and doing something we love that becomes really fulfilling. And that statistic that we're going to have 20-plus years, mm-hmm. you know, after retirement and, you know, we're in our 60s, hopefully even more than that with right, the right. technology and medicine and, and you know, um, new body parts will mm-hmm. be the bionic people out there. <laughs> but all of that, we have a lot to give, and we have so much wisdom and skill of a lifetime that, yeah, don't stop here, man. We got, we got more to do, right? Absolutely. And I, absolutely. I love that. So now there has to be, so thank you for those stories. They, and the woman that's an advocate, um, you know, my mom and dad are elderly and mm-hmm. I have, there's four of us, you know, kids in the family and mm-hmm. we all, my sister's a pharmacist, so she kind of mm-hmm. handles the the medication. I live mm-hmm. locally with my mom and dad, so I try to take them to the doctor because they can hear and, you right. know, doctors right. speak quickly. Right. So right. I try to be the the conduit and then my you know my brother's in Connecticut he comes down whenever he can to fill in and my younger sister she keeps all the records she's like our record keeper right right everybody has a role everybody doesn't have a team of four you know everybody doesn't have someone who lives locally exactly you really do need those advocates so I just love that this fighter uh, found a way to use her strength to help people who don't know how to, don't have the time to, right, or right, aren't right. local enough. Mm-hmm. So I love, I love her. <laughs> Without knowing her, I say, go, sister. Go. <laughs> now, my next question mm-hmm. is, with all the things we're talking about, and with even with your journey, that initial mm-hmm. instinct of, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, your mm-hmm. husband threw you out. <laughs> that you knew that there, I know your poor, poor husband. He's like, she keeps saying I threw around. I was nice about it, right? <laughs> yeah, and then I add, it was to a spa. It was to a spa. <laughs> Very, I'm really busting your poor husband. <laughs> but here's the thing: the, there has to be an element of faith with all mm-hmm, of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, how do, can you make a recommendation of how people can take that leap of faith, and how do they know? intuitively or but how do they know it's a good choice or a good option okay you know i i in in my seminar i give this i have a number of what i call nurturing thoughts and quotes and so forth um kamal ravikant in his book live your truth there's something he says um about truth ask yourself what is it that if i believed it down to my core it would change everything make all the fears irrelevant Make the person I'd become so unbelievably amazing, it would knock your socks off. So for me, I tell people it, it's, it's, it's a major change. It's, it's really a leap of faith, but at the same time, it was a step in faith that I knew I had to take. So that thing that was so deep down inside of me was the fact that I, my, I guess my spiritual side, growing up and always believing uh, trust uh, in that higher source, higher mm-hmm. power, however you want to describe it, that your love, you will always take it, be taken care of, and there is a plan for your life. 
So even though I knew nothing, I was totally clueless. That was my truth. That was something I had to dig deep down inside and hold on to and believe. And then as a result of that, just take the first step. You're going to go nowhere if you don't take the first step. Just take yeah. it. I, just take that step. I mean, you know, there are other things I know I think you and I will kind of discuss, but, but that's it. Just do it afraid. Take that first step in faith. Yeah, there's a quote that says, um, it's the sands of time, you know, but mm-hmm. um, footprints in the sands of time were not made by people who stood still. So exactly. even though you're not sure whether to go north, south, west, or east with your movement, movement is movement. Movement is good. Movement creates the opportunities. And that's exactly what you're saying, that one mm-hmm. step. And mm-hmm. I think it, Steve Jobs, um, before he passed away, but he did a commencement speech and I don't remember the college, shame on me, but it was one, I think, one of the Ivy Leagues. But as he presented to them, he basically said, like, here's the deal. I'm paraphrasing clearly, but here's the deal. When you look back on your life, every step you took, because now you, now you have a clear view of the steps right. you've taken, right, because right. you're, you're now older and wiser. Every step you took through your life, whether you were certain or uncertain, brought you to the point of where you are now. And every one of those steps had to occur for you to become the person you are. So it's, but if we, but if we never take that step, you're, you're never growing. You're never challenging. You're never uh, thinking differently than what you were yesterday. So I love that. Take that step and, and it all falls into place. It really does. Just like the people that you needed as resources for that Mm -hmm. first consulting, Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. they appeared, they were there. Exactly. Exactly. Um, can you give, and let's keep building on this, but can mm-hmm. you give uh, everyone listening maybe three or four tips mm-hmm. to help them begin this process of this whole self-discovery thing we're talking about um, that they can, you know, kind of implement in this the, our last acts of our life? Because we okay. still have several acts left. Okay. Okay. Fine. First, I'd say take some time to be to go uh, by yourself. Go go away. Go alone. Be alone time. And and allow yourself, allow yourself the the time to like truly think about your next steps. Um, and not only allow yourself, but, but but tell yourself you deserve this time. You know, you, we're torn in between so many things and dealing with people. You deserve this time. So take that time. I think the second thing I'd say is um, – Identify those uh, talents or skills that you enjoy doing, be it through your previous job, current job, or even your leisure time. And I found that was very helpful for me, and I actually um, do some talks for them on this. ARP has a free tool called Life Reimagine, and if you go under the section Well-Being, um, two of the programs or tools that I used that were tremendously helpful for me were um, embrace your calling and reimagine your career. So utilize some of the tools and resources that are out there. Think about when you were a kid, what did you get excited about or what do people now come to you for um, because they feel that, you know, you're, you're the exception like this or you have the talent for that. And then finally, a support system. I don't have a huge support system, but I have a support system that's there for me night, day, they're the people that will sell, tell me, okay, you can do it, or maybe think about doing it this way. They're the people that tell me, I'm giving you a one-second 
uh, allowing you one second to have a pity party, and then you're going to move on. So <laughs> those are the key areas, I would say. Yeah, and and what I have to tell you, great great tips. That alone time, you know, we mm-hmm. call some mm-hmm. med- meditate. Some mm-hmm. you could be driving in the car, listening to mm-hmm. your favorite music. Um, and I'll share with you, you know, I started with a motivational quote. One day I was driving to work. I was sitting in a ton of traffic, and I had the radio on. And the song that I had heard a million times before, um, the words, for some reason, I must right. have really tuned in because mm-hmm. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I was sitting there, but we weren't moving. And it was such beautiful words, and I thought, oh, my God, that's going to be such, that would be a great quote mm-hmm. for my mm-hmm. show this mm-hmm. week. And I it, like all of a sudden, as I say, epiphany, I go, oh, my God, I have to do motivational <laughs> quotes to set up what the show is about. I was sitting in traffic. So sometimes just being still creates exactly. the momentum, right, without exactly. being still creates the momentum. Right. Exactly. ID your talents, absolutely. We're quick to put ourselves down. How about mm-hmm. start, starting to look at self and saying, hey, what am I good at, man? What, right. what, what cool things can I do? Right. And then utilize the tools. AARP, great recommendation. Life Reimagined mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is what uh, Jackie said. But we have so many tools out there that we don't think about. So use tools that are available. And then go back to when you were a kid. Because when we are a kid, we thought or thought were the most clear because we exactly. didn't know we had limitations exactly. on us. Exactly. So exactly. if I thought I can be Wonder Woman, you know, I could be Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, you know, go back to that kind of clarity. Exactly. And the last one is your support system. You know, I have a great support system um, as well. They call us out when we need to get called out. They tell you, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Pull mm-hmm. up your big mm-hmm. crumb panties and move mm-hmm. on, right? That's it. That's so, it. Yeah. And, <laughs> It, you need that. Everybody does need that. So your girlfriends, your peeps, I call them my peeps. Uh, yep. We need we need that, that support team around us. So all wonderful, wonderful tips. Last thing, we have another couple of minutes. I just mm-hmm. want everyone to know you have an upcoming seminar, mm-hmm. Passion and Purpose, a guide to rewriting your life after retirement. And mm-hmm. I think even this would help for people in transition, not necessarily exactly. retirement. Right, okay. right, exactly. Um, and it's going to be held on October 24th, 2015 at the Morvian, did I say that right? Yes, uh-huh. Morvian Gardens and Museum, and it's in Princeton, New Jersey. Um, so tell everybody how they can register. Sure. Um, they can go to my website, which is www.retireandreinvent.com and you spell it all the way out and you'll see there's the page for seminar registration you can go right there click on register and that will allow you to register for the seminar very simple awesome um, that and if you want additional information you are more than welcome to you know give me send me an email and the email is retire and reinvent at gmail.com yeah and and everybody listening if you're driving don't panic you know my routine uh jackie what i what i'll do is i'll put the website on Mm -hmm. the web talk radio platform at the bottom thank you and your email address when under your name they hyperlink it the producer hyperlinks it Mm -hmm. so that everybody can reach you and everybody could sign up but anybody anybody that's listening if you really are in transition or you're thinking about transitioning remember we don't always have to be forced to act maybe you just don't like like jackie i mean you were kind of forced 
but you didn't love the direction the company was going into. It wasn't resonating with who you were or who you wanted to be or how you wanted to work, whatever the situation. So if you're at a point where you think, yeah, I'm not loving this anymore, mm-hmm. maybe the seminar is for you. Now, if they cannot make it to this seminar, they certainly can call you and you can help them through this transition, I would think, uh, one-on-one what, what or whatever. What they should do is if, if for some reason they cannot, then um, as well uh, on the, the uh, website you'll see contact me. So I would recommend that, you know, they send me an email, just give me some background information. You know, they'd like to attend, that day doesn't work for them because I'm constantly uh, trying to schedule seminars and so forth that could accommodate um, as many people as possible. So, um, awesome. yeah, just, just reach out to me. Awesome. That's great. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fabulous. Okay, everybody, we are out of time. So, uh, Jackie, thank you so much You're more than for welcome. taking the My time. My just what tremendous insight and I think inspiration. Thank you for sharing your personal journey. But I feel like you gave so many valuable tips that not even people retiring or downsizing or, Mm -hmm. you know, younger folks can use every one of those tips um, that you, you've given. If they're in a job and they think, you know, it's time for me to move on. Mm -hmm. These are some tips for them as well. So I just, I think it was very valuable and I do appreciate that. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Again. Yeah. Thank you. I I loved, I loved uh, chatting with you. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, everybody. I hope you'll join me weekly as we question, build and discover together how we can grow and challenge ourselves so we all embrace change, no matter what stage of life we're at, and realize that that change is is usually more possible and easier than we oftentimes think. Thanks again for joining me. You've been listening to Architect of Change with me, your host, Connie Whitman, on webtalkradio.net. Thanks, and have a wonderful, exciting, and go and do some self-assessing. I look forward to seeing you all next week. Thanks. You've been listening to The Architect of Change with your host, Connie Whitman of Whitman Associates. Thank you for tuning in. We're glad you were here. Darling.